Welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, and in this podcast, we talk about all things that I am an expert in or have an interest in, such as language learning, health and fitness, global and societal issues, or whatever I feel like talking about on that particular day. All right, enjoy. Let's read through the Ten Commandments. Not like in the biblical language. Let's do it in like plain English here. We're not going to do like the thou shalt not. Well, okay, so it's, it's up here in plain English on the screen in front of me, right? So, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make idols. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet. Eight out of those ten, if I'm seeing that right, are things that you should not do. Two of them are things that you you should do. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother. And you got eight things you're supposed to not do. Very interesting. I was sitting there this morning reflecting on life with a cup of coffee, trying to do some deep meditation. Didn't really work that well because my head was just kind of a mess and I couldn't really get you know, that much into the deep breaths and into a really calm state. But anyway, I'm kind of analyzing life and analyzing where I'm at in life, as I like to do often, and started wondering if I'm at the point where my discipline and commitment, like the, the, the small commitments that I've made in life, have started doing me more harm than good. I talk a lot on this podcast about discipline and commitment. I've also warned about the drawbacks of um, you know, be careful with the commitments that you make because a lot of times we make commitments that often don't serve us very well. Uh, we say, I'm going to do things forever or I'm going to never do this again. And it's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> How long you plan to be alive? Um, but anyway, uh, I've talked a lot about this. And what I realized this morning when I was analyzing the different commitments that I've made, see, because I kind of, well, let's, let's back the tape up a little bit first. Okay, so... About two and a half, almost three years ago now, I was in a very bad place in life. I had just been dumped by my you know, girlfriend at the time. Um, I had been living with her and her son for the two years prior. I kind of thought that my life was going to be, that they were going to be my family. Um, you know, We were moving in that direction, and then all of a sudden it abruptly ended, right? And so I found myself kind of uh, you know, on my ass, so to speak. It was in a really bad place emotionally, financially. Interestingly enough... As good as things have gone over the past few years, I'm in, mm, I mean, I'm in a decent place emotionally right now, but I'm not even really in that great of a financial place. It's odd. Life has become odd for me over the last uh, couple months because of a new surprise opportunity that came up, and I'm not sure if it's going to be a success or a failure yet to this point. But anyway, all that to say, things over the last two and a half, three years, basically since I started this podcast, have been kind of on the up and up. Right? I've seen myself make a lot of good changes in life. And at that time, what I did was I got very committed and very disciplined in a few key areas. So I said, okay, I'm at a low point in life right now. Right? It was one of those where you know how we all think that what's happening to us is the worst thing that's ever happened in the world. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so terrible, right? I was at a low point. Okay? And I told myself, okay, what do I need to do to make some improvements in life? And this is the, what's the funny quote that I always tell people. I remember I was talking to my brother, and I said, you know what? I bet that no matter what happens in my life, if I could just get really jacked, like The Rock, 
things are going to be good no matter what. And like, it's funny, but it kind of has still been holding true, you know, through the up and up because I've really put a lot of emphasis on fitness and on looking really jacked the way I train, the way I eat, the way I sleep, and it's worked. Um, and it, it kind of holds true, you know, through the good and the bad days and the good times and the bad times over the last couple of years. Life has been better overall because I've focused so much on my fitness. And I've become very disciplined in that area. That's, that's been the main area. That's like the first, first and foremost, it's physical. And it's not just how we look. It's also how we feel because I used to struggle with a lot of gastrointestinal issues. I just didn't look exactly the way I want. And I definitely didn't feel the way I wanted on a day-to-day basis. Now, that's gotten better. I've made those changes in life. And on average, I feel a lot better in day-to-day life. So there were commitments in that area, right? There were commitments in other areas. Heck, the commitment to to make a daily podcast episode on this podcast was one that started around that same time. And it's been, you know, uh, we could debate how positive the overall result of that has been. But there were different, there were some major commitments that I made in a few other areas of life. And then there have been like little small daily commitments that I've had for periods of time since then. See, this is the thing, like when people think commitments, oftentimes they think about it as a forever thing. I often like to make commitments where you do put a a timeline on it. For example, say, okay, for the next three months, I'm going to do this thing every day. And then I'll reanalyze and I'll say, okay, you know, how much better is my life now? Or how much have I improved in this area? Or or is that worth it? Is it something I should continue to do? Does that make sense? Um, So I'm one who believes in putting a timeline on your commitments, because if you you put like, if you say, I'm going to do this forever, or I'm never going to do this again, well, usually you're just going to fail. You're going to have a day where you'd be like, you know what? Screw it. I don't want to do this. I quit. And then you just, you spiral down and you just quit all your commitments at once. And you go back to drinking ice cream or drinking, drinking ice cream, drinking alcohol, eating ice cream, eating pizza, watching porn and going to bed at three in the morning and you turn into a fat slob. Um, and we don't want that. So anyway, I made all these commitments and, you know, I, I made some larger commitments and then some smaller day-to-day commitments. And as I sit here and like analyze whether or not they've been positive or negative, the overall positive effects, blah, 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 blah. I realize first and foremost that most of those commitments fall into the do category as opposed to the don't category. Most of them are not like the, the Ten Commandments. Like I said, the Ten Commandments is a very don't focus. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. And while there is value in that, Oftentimes our success, I feel, is more predicated on what we avoid doing as opposed to what we do. You know, like in the area of fitness, it's probably more important just to not eat junk food, not drink alcohol, not, um, you know, I don't know, go out and party late at night, stuff like that. That's going to be a way to get fit is just avoiding those certain things. But at the same time, like the mentality is wrong or the, the psychology of it doesn't work very well because humans oftentimes don't do very well when we're told that we need to restrict something or we're prohibited from something. Does that make sense? Um, you know, like just as a fitness coach, one of the key things is oftentimes not to tell people, don't eat this, don't eat this, don't eat that, don't eat too much sugar, don't eat too much, you know, fried food, don't eat processed foods. And instead just tell people, eat this amount of protein, do this, eat a high amount of protein. I'm not going to worry about the rest because, you know, eating the protein, if you do this, that'll kind of start solving the other issues naturally anyway. If you focus more on protein, you're less likely to eat sugar and stuff like that. So if you do this thing every day, then you're going to be good. And that's how I pretty much structure my eating nowadays too. I don't even care. I don't have rules around my diet. I just say, hit this number of grams of protein per day. 
and actually mine is very high right now because I'm in an intense period of I've upped my volume on exercise a little bit and looking to build a little bit more muscle. So it's 220 grams of protein a day. That's a lot. Most of you guys don't need that. You would do well on 120 or maybe 150 grams of protein a day. But you get the point. Like, do that. Eat that number. This is not like a restrictive thing. It's, it says do this every day. Do this workout every day and eat this much protein every day. That's it. It's like a positive. It's a do this type of commitment. All right? The don't do this type of commitments tend to get us in trouble a little bit more often. They create this, they create, um, what's the word? Like repression creates desire and, uh, and then binging. And I mean, it depends on your own individual psychology, I suppose. But there's one commitment, and I've spoken about it openly on this podcast before. There's one commitment that I made recently that is a don't commitment. And that commitment is don't watch porn and don't masturbate uh, basically for six months, right? And I'm almost done with that commitment, and I can tell you that that was, that was not a good commitment to make. Um, it has put me, I mean, I haven't done it, I haven't broken the commitment, and I've got one more month on it basically, but um, at the beginning I thought it was a very good idea for numerous reasons, but now I think it was a bad idea because it's creating like the, that desire urge situation where I'm afraid I could binge on it once I, you know, once the commitment ends, if that makes sense. See, I'm not saying, okay, I'm not telling everybody out there to go watch a bunch of porn and masturbate five times a day. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, you know, and if you have like a serious addiction with porn or, you know, cigarettes or alcohol, drugs, whatever, you know, you should probably figure out a way to solve it. But what I'm saying is it's probably healthier overall for us to just say, to not necessarily say, okay, I'm never going to watch porn or masturbate, or I'm never going to drink alcohol. Ah, and actually, I just realized um, I haven't made, like, I never put, like, a time limit on this commitment, but I basically haven't drank alcohol for the last two and a half years either, other than, like, there were, like, two times I took, like, a like a sip of someone's alcohol kind of on accident and didn't even realize it. But I never put, like, an official let me think about this. Yeah, because I never put like an official timeline on that. I just said I'm going to stop drinking and I just kept going with it. So that one, I guess, kind of counts as like a don't do this commitment either. Um, but I've, strangely enough for me, that one hasn't caused any like bad effects. Um, it, I, it hasn't created like a want to binge in anywhere, a want to drink. I would certainly enjoy a drink maybe at some point. But but I think the no porn, no masturbation one for me has been a bad one. And um, I guess what I'm telling you is... I think it's probably a better idea rather than to totally prohibit yourself from doing something that you might deem to be like a guilty pleasure. It's probably oftentimes better than saying, oh, I'm never going to do this for years and years or for my whole life. It's probably better to say, okay, I'll reduce it, but I'm not going to totally cut it out. You know, like a better rule. For example, this example might have been, okay, you know, I'm allowed to do it once per week. Right or you know that's it's some it's same type of thing with alcohol. I'm allowed to have one drink per week. Might be a good thing for a lot of you to say because let's be honest, a lot of you guys are ruining your fitness and your wallet because of on the weekends you drink ten drinks or something like that, or you know you drink three or four nights a week or more than that. Right? Like rather than saying I'm going to cut it cold turkey, it's probably psychologically smarter to say I'm going to I'm going to reduce it. I'm going to allow myself one time per week or something like that. Right? It's, it's, it's a very great, it's a nuanced gray area psychologically. Um, but with that being said, I think, God, I'm trying to remember what else I was going to talk about on this. 
ah, who cares? You guys, you guys get the point. It's like those, those don't commitments can be very dangerous. Those repressive commitments um, can be very dangerous. I much prefer do commitments over don't commitments. At least that's that was my analysis today. And you know what? Some of you might listen to this and be like, dang it, Sean, you're confusing us. I listened to another one where you talked about like, don't do this. is important for your fitness. And there was another podcast episode where you said commitment and discipline is the most important thing and then blah, 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 blah. blah. And that's fine. I don't have all the answers to you. I, if, if I, you know, if I had everything figured out in this life, then I would be freaking the next prophet or something like that. But I'm not, okay? I'm just sharing with you what works for me, what hasn't worked that well for me. I do highly recommend that everyone get more disciplined and committed. In, in the area of fitness and nutrition, just, just overall fitness, it's very useful. That's probably the area that it's really served me the most in. And it's essentially just saying I'm going to do a workout every day. It doesn't have to be the hardest workout. I'm going to do it every day, regardless of how I'm feeling. And then I'm going to, you know, the, the, the protein thing is really all I do with food. I allow myself junk food. You know, I don't necessarily eat that healthy all the time. But I just kind of say, I'm going to get this much protein, at least, every day, right? And um, in, in that area, in the area of fitness, the commitments, just sticking to the commitment has been very, very useful. So I still advocate for everyone, you know, if you're going to make a commitment to I'm going to work out every day, um, or I'm going to do. I'm going to work out three days a week, right? Um, yeah, I think it's very useful to be very disciplined and committed, um, and not break that. You know, at least for a certain period of time. Because if you do that for a year straight, where you stick to your fitness and nutrition commitment, you will see changes in your body. There's no doubt whatsoever. You could have the worst plan in the world <laughs> and not know anything about fitness. You know, programming. You're not going to get great results, but you will see a result. And if you work with a professional like me, then you'll see. Excellent results. But anyway, um, commitments, 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 people. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not, I don't know, thou shalt not make negative comments about this podcast episode. All right, I hope you liked it. We'll talk again soon. Love you all. Peace.